Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is a Friday. It is great to be back. And do we have a lot to talk about live in Los Angeles? It's the herd wherever you may be. And however you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1, Joel Klatt, huge college football Saturday coming up. Buckeyes, Georgia, Michigan, TCU. Greg Cosell stops by. I've got my blazing five picks in one hour from now. Uh, it's a weird time. Some of the some of the good teams are resting people. Some of the bad teams are playing for nothing. What will we get this weekend? J Mac joins me. I am done with airports. It is <laughs> nice to be back for several months now. How are you? I'm excellent. How were the slopes for you? Well, I was with my kids. So yeah. No, no greater joy as a dad than hanging out with your kids skiing or on a lake. So my kids are wonderful. Uh, that was that was wonderful, but I'm yeah. I'm over airports. It's good to know. I uh, took the two days off to play some basketball, do a lot of college football betting. I'm on a bit of a heater. All right, and get ready for the biggest Jets game in maybe a decade. Well, they're part of my blazing five picks in an hour. So let's start with the Cowboys. They were off a very emotional win over Philadelphia, and they were playing on a short week. Now they were playing the Tennessee Titans scout team. They were on a third quarterback. Everybody's rested, season gone into the tank. So Dallas stumbled, didn't look great, but they did win, and Dallas is now five and one since Thanksgiving. It does matter. The NFL is three seasons pre-Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving, and playoff. They all feel different, and Dallas is winning. In fact, their last two losses have come against outstanding quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau and Trevor Lawrence at home in Jacksonville. Both were in overtime, so there is reason for optimism around Dallas. The other good news, if you're a Cowboy fan off the win, is even the good teams in the NFC, there's questions about them. The Giants could be a playoff team. It's not a very good roster. Tampa Bay, 
The offense is anemic. San Francisco on a third quarterback. Uh, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, and do you trust that defense? Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts is hurt. Nick Sariani's never won a playoff game. So there's a lot of reason for optimism. Now, if the Cowboys are a wild card team, they'd have to win three straight road games to get to the Super Bowl. I do not think they're buttoned up to do that. But if Philadelphia stumbles against the Saints this week and they have a chance to win the division, now it gets very, very interesting. When Dallas gets into trouble, and you saw it last night, the run game's not working. And they have to ask Dask, Dak Prescott to throw 40 times a game. And even with a win last night, Dak is now 7-15 and 15 in his career when he throws it 40 or more times. Last night, he got a W, and the record is still abysmal. So Tony Pollard was hurt. Dak now has had 10 picks since Thanksgiving. It's a bit of a mess. So here's the good news, though. There is a way for the Cowboys to win, and we've watched it multiple times this season. Strong run game, and Dak is an excellent complimentary piece. That's the way to win. And here's where it gets really interesting for the Cowboys, and I'm seen as a Cowboy cynic, not a hater, but a cynic. Eight of the top 10 run defenses in the National Football League are in the AFC. Dallas won't face them. Outside of the Niners, great run defense. The NFC teams that could be in their way, Minnesota, Giants, Commanders, believe it or not, Eagles, Minnesota, Carolina, Tampa are all middle-of-the-pack run defenses. So we know there's a way for the Cowboys to win. Dak is a complimentary piece, and the run game is rolling. Now we have a route for the Cowboys to win. They face anybody but San Francisco in the playoffs. So that's where you get your optimism. But if you look at the box score... Last night is classic. Dak with an 85 passer rating, two picks. They ask him to throw 41 times. It's just not who he is. So stay out of that space. Here was Dak after. A win's a win, and we're going to take it. We're going to get better from the mistakes, and we're going to make sure that we're improving. But uh, a road, road win, short week, you, you've got to take them all. And the style points and all that, that's for y'all who think games are won on paper. Okay, so the other story, uh, (laughs) it is amazing. Stuff gets going on the Internet, and uh, nobody pushes back, and then all of a sudden you wake up, and Derek Carr's terrible. It's like, time out, time out, time out. (laughs) I've always thought my job is to just add some context. Take the emotion out of it. I don't care who wins and loses these games. I want them to be – it's like a produce. I own the store. I'm looking for good, fresh material. So Derek Carr's getting benched by the Raiders for the last two games. Why is he getting benched? Well, my feeling is they want him healthy so they can trade him. So Derek Carr in his contract has $40 million guaranteed money. They're injury guarantees. So if he gets hurt, one of the NFL's poorest owners, Mark Davis, would have to write him $40 million check. They don't want to do that. They want to move off Derek Carr. I think it's a mistake. So the Raiders want him healthy. They want to trade Derek Carr, and they want him healthy. And, and there is no big dead cap hit if they moved him. We've mentioned that multiple times this year. He is one of the rare good quarterbacks in this league. You can move now and not be a big dead cap hit. I wouldn't move him. I don't think this is a great college quarterback class. 
Um, I, I just wouldn't. But I'll say this, just to defend Derek Carr again. He's 31 years old. He's already at 35,000 yards. That's with multiple coaching changes, constant chaos, often bad offensive line. He's at 35,000 yards. If he plays just three more seasons, and my guess he'll play double that, he'll play at least six because he's never really been hurt consistently. He's always ready to play. He's a tough kid. If he plays just three more years, that's it. He's 31. He will blow past 45,000 yards passing because he's at 35,000 now and he averages 4,000 a year. So he'll blow past 45,000 yards passing. 16 quarterbacks in league history have done that. Many are Hall of Famers, and three that aren't Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, and Brady will be. And the guys that have done it who didn't make the Hall, Phillip Rivers and Carson Palmer, were damn good. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. I say this all the time. I'm always impressed with a kid that came from a young boy or a young girl that came from a tough background and made something of themselves. It's awesome if you're a billionaire, but if you started as a trust fund kid, you don't touch my heart. Derek Carr had to go to Fresno State. Everybody doubted Derek Carr. Didn't have the big arm. Goes to the Raiders. Six different coaches. Last year was a circus. Yeah, he throws probably more interceptions that you'd like. But this morning I went out and I looked at I took out his rookie year because all these quarterbacks struggle as rookies. Trevor Lawrence is great now. He was awful last year. Uh, I mean, John Elway first year. Peyton Manning first year. Eli Manning first year. Take out his rookie year and, and subtract this year because he, he's not going to play a full season. And his numbers are astounding. 95 passer rating, two and a half touchdown to interception ratio, over 4,000 yards, 66% completion percentage. And this team right now, outside of left tackle, in a very good offensive line. So teams like the Jets, the Commanders, and the Bucks, if Brady retires, they just need a quarterback. Jets are not rebuilding. Jets roster is fine. They need a quarterback. That's a playoff team. with a, they, they may make the playoffs with their quarterback situation now. The commanders with that roster are a playoff team easily with Derek Carr. Uh, Tampa Bay, if Brady left somewhere else, Tampa Bay with Derek Carr in that division, that's a playoff team. If he stays healthy for six, seven more years, that would be my guess. He's going to blow past 50,000 yards passing. That is like an elite, elite, elite club. So Derek Carr's good. Oh, yeah, let me throw this in, adding context to it. Now, I love Patrick Mahomes, but he inherited Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Brett Veach, the GM, and the Hunt family, okay? So, and we all know Mahomes is great, right? And he's better than Derek Carr. But since Derek Carr entered the league, do you know what the Raiders' defense has been? 30 Second, six different head coaches. Can we add context? Stuff gets on the internet. Everybody believes in it. Nobody just goes to Google and looks it up. Yeah, last year, as he carried a wobbly franchise with an interim special teams head coach to the playoffs in the superior AFC, he threw some picks. Yeah, guess what? It's hard having to pull an entire franchise to the playoffs in the AFC out of the AFC West. Devontae Adams, if Derek Carr is traded, and I imagine he will be, talked about 
the guy he played college football with at Fresno State. Obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. Um, you know, him being one of, one of my really good friends, and you know, the reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now if he wasn't, uh, you know, if he wasn't here. So, um, I think everybody knows how I feel about him, and and you know, with that said, there's a uh, there's a process of how things go, and I'm not gonna sit here and, and go on and on. But obviously, I support my guy. The best part about the interweb is that you see some very, very clever, smart, funny people. The worst part is stuff goes downhill like an avalanche and nobody actually does any checking. Just Google his career stats and remember he's on his sixth coach. He's like third or fourth GM. (laughs) I mean, this year he didn't have Hunter Renfro or Darren Waller most of the year. He did have Devontae Adams. But, I mean, go look at the first-round picks that Mayock and Gruden whiffed on. This guy's been playing Mahomes twice a year. Now it's Herbert twice a year. Thank God Russell Wilson is struggling. Derek Carr would make the Jets, the Commanders, the Bucks minimum playoff teams next year. He's really good. He's just like a lot of young people, had to overcome a lot. A lot. His franchise move, for God's sakes. How many people have to deal with that? In all the chaos, yeah, we're moving to another state. A lot of players choose to move. The franchise doesn't move, and they have to chase it. Uh, All sorts of good stuff today. Blazing five next hour. Joel Klatt, great college football games, capping the season. Two big ones, then we're down to one. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours so whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run Start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina 
at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Uh, the voice of college football at this network, Joel Klatt. He's always phenomenal. Will be joining us. Michigan TCU tomorrow. I like the Wolverines by about a touchdown. Also, Ohio State, Georgia. I think there's going to be points in that one. I'll take Georgia, but I think it's competitive. The Buckeyes put some points up. So do the Bulldogs. Very excited for both games. I want to start with this, though. Jerry Judy is a wide receiver for Denver. Very talented. I've been told for years. A little immature, but he did something that I like that he came out and defended the, these wild rumors about uh, 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 Russell Wilson. Uh, some are rumors, some are not. There's discussion that he has a parking space. Okay, first of all, I drive into the Fox parking lot every morning. There's 15 to 20 reserved parking spots. I imagine for senior management. Every place I've ever worked, there's reserved parking spots for managers. Uh, I don't think anything of it. I'm over there by the dumpster. What do I care? It's a parking spot. I like the exercise. So if he has a parking space, who who cares? All my bosses have always had their own parking spots. Um, and then there's the, uh, well, he's got his own room, his own uh, office. Can I just say this? If I owned an NFL franchise, uh, I would give my GM his own office. Head coach, his own office. When I used to work covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the GM and the coach had their own office. So did the scouting director. And I would consider absolutely if I had a veteran quarterback making over $250 million, I'm a Holmes, you know, that kind of guy, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I would consider giving him his own office. Occasionally, I'd ask him if I could pull a sponsor in to say hello or a lucky fan group that won a contest. But it gives him some privacy to bring in maybe his other quarterbacks or receivers. I just don't think it's excessive at all. Maybe I'm off in the clouds, but every company I've ever worked at, mid-level managers get parking spots and offices. Me, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a thing. But Jerry Judy, to his credit, the young man deserves some respect here because stuff gets on the Internet. It becomes an inferno. And Jerry Judy said, stop, stop the criticism of Russell Wilson. I'm just tired of reading things about my boy and making it seem like, oh, he's not a good teammate. He don't other unnecessary stuff that's not true. And I just want to get it out the air, like, that he is a good teammate, you know, and he is a hardworking teammate. And I just feel like I just needed to get that out there because there's a lot of false narratives going around here that I'm getting tired of, of seeing. Okay, again, Russell Wilson may be washed. I think Jason McIntyre and I have been on the side of we can't figure it out. I believe about 70% of the problems are a completely overwhelmed head coach. Their best offensive lineman on a weak offensive line got hurt in game five. Uh, their best running back got hurt in week four, and then they bailed on their backup who kept fumbling. So Russell Wilson here, new system, new coach, tough division, young receivers, battle line, running backs gone early, coach over his skis, I think it's about 70-30 on other stuff. I could obviously be wrong. There is no precedent from going from 100 quarterback rating four straight years to garbage. There's just no precedent for it. But I will say this. Is that, um, and this is probably a good thing. You know, most comedians, honestly, should be liberal. Because they should be fighting power. It's funnier to make fun of rich, powerful people. It's not funny to make fun of poor people and people that are being overwhelmed in life. Most comedians should be liberal. They should fight. So should newspaper people. 
They should be fighting corporations in power. And that's something that gets lost is that it's okay. The media sometimes it does lean left fighting in their view for the little guy. Hey, listen, I work at Fox. We're conservative. I'm totally okay with it. My friends in the media, probably 60, 40, 70, 30 Democrat over Republican. I don't care. Good people, good people. But I do think, and this is why this matters, is that sometimes Russell Wilson comes off as very corporate, says whatever the owner wants, says whatever, very, he doesn't come off as authentic. He's, he's get me my money, beautiful wife, corporate guy, little cringy, and the media doesn't love him. You know, for a long time, they loved Aaron Rodgers, you know, the contrarian uh, until that vaccine stuff. So, you know, my takeaway is I get why some of the media don't like certain people who come off as powerful and corporate. And, but it does feel a little bit like we're piling on here. Nathaniel Hackett wasn't even a coordinator in Green Bay. Was he even truly a play caller consistently? I mean, Aaron, they say, runs what Aaron wants to run. He blew off Mike McCarthy for years, and McCarthy had a Super Bowl. <laughs> McCarthy's got the Cowboys going to finish like 13 and 4. Maybe Russell's washed. I could certainly, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, and I get some of the animosity here toward him, but it does feel like parking space. Really? That, that, that's got you worked up? I mean, if you've ever worked at a corporation, mid-level managers have them. He's got his own office. Who gives a rip? I do. I, I talk into a microphone for a living. <laughs> now, half the time I come into it and Bradshaw's asleep on the couch eating all my snacks. It just feels a little bit like piling on. And Jerry Judy, to his credit, came out and defended his guy. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the Herdline News. Franchise quarterback you spend a quarter of a billion dollars on has his own office. I'm, I'm stunned at that development. <laughs> like, what the heck? All right, let's get started, Colin, with the big news out of Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, the likely MVP this season if Mahomes doesn't overtake him, returned to practice for the first time since his shoulder injury was listed as limited. You see him here going through some drills. I don't see any extra padding around the collar. Looks like he could go Yeah. Um, instead of Gardner Minshew. But uh, they're hosting the Saints this Sunday. The, I think the bigger news than Jalen Hurts is Lane Johnson, Colin. I dug up this stat. Lane Johnson, when they're missing, they're great right tackle. Oh, the last uh, three years. Not the same three team. Three and ten. That's what their record is. He is a great offensive lineman, instrumental is to the, the run game, the pass protection. He may be the best right tackle in league history. He's certainly up there. He's yeah. in the discussion. And without him, they have just not looked like the same team. That's right. This is a dangerous spot, I feel like, against the Saints. A Coming little... off that kind of disheartening loss to Dallas. Yeah. I know. It... I, I, I want to go Saints, but I look at the Saints injury report. They're missing their left tackles well, out. Alvin Kamara is not practicing. I don't know what to make of this, but do you think, if, if you're an Eagles fan, do you want to see Hurts back out there? I do, because I think they're a team that doesn't want to play at San Francisco. Remember, they blew out Minnesota. You, you know, you don't want to go to Minnesota. So there, I, I feel outside of the Niners, I feel every other good NFC playoff team needs to play at home. None of them. Now, I, I think Cincinnati could win anywhere. Kansas City could win anywhere. Buffalo, I think, mostly could win anywhere. I think Philadelphia... Sariani's never won a playoff game. Yeah. Jalen Hurts never won a playoff game. They need to be at home. 
I think they're taking this game very seriously. I mean, you look at the NFC. Four teams have a positive point differential. That's it. In the entire <laughs> conference. And one of them is the Vikings, who went outside in Philly and got destroyed. This weekend, I'll say a lot about the Vikings in Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, next up, Tom Brady. This is a wild stat. He's officially spent half of his life in the NFL. Yesterday was his 8,292nd day since being drafted by the Patriots. <laughs> he had lived 8,292 days before that. Wow. He was uh, informed of this incredible stat during his press conference yesterday. Here was Tom Brady's response. That's crazy. You know, the stats and data is everywhere. It's a data-driven world, but that's crazy. It's hard for me to imagine. So I've loved it. I've certainly you know, loved my opportunity to play, and it's been a lot of... Uh, you know, it's memories and, and relationships. And I've certainly had my fair share of all those. Relationships. Key word there for backwards hat guy, Tom Brady. Relationships. Well, Derek were... Carr and Josh McDaniels in Vegas. So you've you're... been on this for a while, right? No, you've been on that one big. I'm kind of a skeptic on that one. But you are very much into, I mean, let's be honest. Do we both agree the Raiders are moving off Derek Carr? Oh, that's a that's a, okay. a given. Okay. Uh, apparently, they don't even want him like in the facility this right. week because of the bad negative vibes. Okay. You know, all the players defending him. So your options are Josh McDaniels. Now this is his second go as a head coach. It's starting badly. What would you want? A rookie quarterback or Brady? Or the, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is really the only other. You're not going for Ryan Tannehill. That's you're, not happening. And you're not going for a kid. Yeah. And just a reminder. So the guy they're starting this week is Jarrett Stidham. A lot of people mm-hmm. scoff. Who's Jarrett Stidham? What has he done? You know where he was before Vegas, right? Yeah. New In New England with Josh McDaniels. Yeah, but he, he's not Josh a starter. Josh McDaniels likes his guys who know, know his football. Jarrett Stidham knows his game. Tom Brady knows Josh McDaniels. It's just a. Na- it seems like a natural All fit, right. Colin. But you don't think Jarrett Stidham's the answer? No, hell no. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I do not think Jarrett Stidham's okay, the okay. answer. Uh, that was a little early for a hell no. Uh, all right, let's wrap up with the biggest game of Sunday in the 4 p.m. window, East Coast time. Geno Smith revenge game against the Jets. They drafted him back in 2013. His first four seasons there included a lot of futility, and I think he got punched out by a teammate, right? At yeah. practice. A linebacker clocked him in the face. Um, he's talking about facing the Jets, with a playoff spot on the line for Seattle, says he's not focusing on the revenge aspect against his former team. We need a win so we can get into the playoff. You know, obviously, um, there'll be some speculation, some talk about that. You know, I mean, it comes with the territory. Uh, it's to be expected. You know, um, you know, I got a lot of love for the Jets, um, the organization, and a lot of people that are still there that were there when I got drafted. So, um, for me, uh, in this team, it's, it's, you know, business as usual. Another week to prepare and a tough challenge for us to go out there and uh, you know try and get this win. We need it. By the way, the season started all of us laughing at Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll really knew what he was doing. Geno's not the answer without a run game, and they have to go to the draft where there's about one quarterback per year that's a franchise quarterback. So remember, like like that divorce looked like Seattle slam dunk. But what's happening with Geno now without a consistent run game? He's Geno Smith. Kevin Lockett did, re- or sorry, Tyler Lockett returned to, from injury this week. If he may play, they don't know if he's going to go yet. That would be huge for Geno in Seattle. I think, I, I think the Jets. I don't want to say Mike White's locking this one up, Colin, but I don't know. Feeling good about Mike White. 
Who you? Who do you feel more confident in going into this game? Geno Smith in Seattle, who is definitely slip sliding down. I mean, they. I think they haven't covered six games in a row. Right. Or Mike White, who has looked good against Minnesota. No. Uh, look good against the well, Bills. I, I don't. I don't want to build my franchise around either. But I do think Mike White will win this weekend. That's what I feel. I don't, All right. There you Feeling go. good. You know, going into week 18, a lot of Jets talk on the herd for sure. <laughs> Let's ring in the new year with the Jets in the playoff mix. All right. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I don't talk a ton of basketball, as you well know, until we get into kind of February and the NFL crowns its champion. But uh, this is interesting. Uh, I said last week I thought the Lakers, uh, the Bus family, should sell the franchise. I think they're over their heads, second-generation business, not going well, scouting department, front office, just really poorly run, has been for a long time. And I also think LeBron James deserves better. He's having another remarkable season. Top 10 in scoring, looks great. Uh, LeBron James, I was gone a couple days ago, expressed his frustration now that Anthony Davis is hurt about this team, the roster, and the situation he's in. I'm a winner, and I want to win. Playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not, it's not in my DNA. It's not in my DNA um, anymore. I don't want to finish my career, uh, you know, playing at this level uh, from a team aspect. Uh, I must still be able to compete for championships because I I know what I can still bring to any ball club um, with the right pieces. So uh, I have defended LeBron um, a lot through the years, probably 85 90% pro LeBron. I do think he's the best overall basketball player I've ever seen, along with MJ and Magic Johnson. They're just different. Um, but I have no sympathy here. LeBron James chose Los Angeles to get rich, and he did. This was not a good organization when he got here. They were off five straight losing seasons. He then signed an extension recently. He also wanted Westbrook. It's a poorly run basketball operation, has been for a decade, and they should be open now to trading him. LeBron is represented by Rich Paul and Clutch Sports. I believe there are six different Clutch Sports players on this roster, some obviously better than others. Um, And the A.D. Westbrook moves are all over LeBron's fingerprints, as is Pat Beverly, although I don't have any verification of that, but Pat Bev is exactly what LeBron historically likes, feisty veteran players who've been around the block, who've been in playoff series. So... Um, But he chose Los Angeles to get rich. He did not choose it because it was the best ownership group, the best scouting department, the best roster. Contrary to that, there were multiple options that were significantly better. He chose to get rich and build his brand and bring AD there. And he got a bubble championship and is now, I, I imagine he's a billionaire. His business has done fabulously well. But the Lakers now need a reboot. And he's a very tradable player. Ask yourself this. Is Luka going to keep scoring 45 points a game in Dallas? Doesn't he need a running mate? I'd call the Mavericks tomorrow. Miami and Cleveland are both going to make the playoffs in the East, but neither has the man. Milwaukee, Chris Middleton can't stay healthy. Joe Ingles coming off an injury isn't what he used to be, probably. So, I, I, I mean, to me, 
This is the perfect opportunity. The Lakers need to reboot or rebuild. They don't want to give up those picks. Trade. Le- You're already bad. Trade LeBron. Get a bunch of picks. Maybe get some rotational guys. Have sort of an identity because you don't have one now. But in this instance, this is what LeBron wanted. Branding and getting really wealthy. And man, has he. And I couldn't be happier for him and his friends in Los Angeles. I really couldn't. I think LeBron's a really good dude. This was never the best basketball decision. We all knew that. They were off five straight losing seasons and had a roster full of unproven kids outside of Kyle Kuzma. Did anybody really like any of them at the end, or does anybody like any of them today? All right, Joel Klatt is around the corner, blazing five, top of the next hour, and Greg Cosell. We are stacked on a Friday. Happy holidays to all of you doing the traveling. I know it's a headache wherever you may be. Back in a second, it's The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. 
Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. So good to have you in. Joel Clad is the voice of college football at this network. Love having him on. He just called that thrilling Oregon win over North Carolina. Has there ever been a bad holiday bowl? <laughs> they may change sponsors, but the outcomes are always great. Okay, so um, let's start with Michigan TCU. Um, I know that um, Harbaugh can be awkward and a little intense, but I tend to look for threads. <laughs> you know, I've, heard, I've seen him do like the Jim Schwartz thing and the hard slap on the back and I've had coaches say he can be kind of an awkward guy, and my takeaway is I'm awkward. That, whatever, I can't be. But at Stanford, Niners, and Michigan, <laughs> the one thing he always brings, his team becomes the toughest in the conference eventually. And I, don't, I feel bad for TCU. I think it's a good matchup. You've never really wavered on Harbaugh. I don't think you have, have you? No, I, I don't. I, I mean, I remember, shoot, I might have been on the train before you were. I still remember we did. Gus and I called his first game at Michigan. You remember that? You had just come over. Yeah. Um, and, and we were doing a pregame show at Utah, and they were about to play that Utah team. Now, if, if my memory serves me correct, um, Utah ended up winning that game. Uh, but that was the Jake Rudock Michigan team. And I said on that show that I thought that that year Michigan would end up being a top 10 team. And they were. And, and, I, and I felt that way because of what you just said. Like they will eventually become the toughest team in the conference at the line of scrimmage. And he's going to do that or die trying, like he said in press conferences before. Um, the bottom line is, is that this Michigan team this year, is, is a team that does not panic when they're in close games because they know they'll eventually wear you down. Michigan's got, right now, the best offensive line in the country. They've yeah. got a great de- defensive line, and it is the reason, Colin, why they're such a, a good second-half team. They are the best second-half team in the entire country. Their point differential is, is plus 200 and, I think, what, six in second half uh, uh, of football games, and that's a bad matchup for TCU. Yeah. The reason is is because TCU relies on coming back in the second half so often. They've got five second half comebacks. I just I don't think that's going to be afforded them because the terms of the game generally are played with the Michigan offensive and defensive line, and that's what eventually wins out. You know, if there was a single quarterback in college football this year that will not go in the first round but will end up having a nice career, I would guess it would be Max Duggan, the kid at TCU. My guess is he could end up starting being a backup. But when I watch him play, I'm like, he kind of moves. He's got an arm. There's a lot of chutzpah. I like it. What do you make of him in this offense? Because the way to beat Michigan, if you are if you could get yeah. lucky here, is you get a crazy shootout with a hot quarterback. What do you make of him? That's right. Well, you're ex- first of all, you're exactly right about the blueprint to beat Michigan. They've got to play from the lead, and they've got to create big plays early. Now, they've got a great wide receiver on the outside, Quentin Johnston. He's an NFL guy. They've got a good NFL back in Kendra Miller. You know, like, they've got some pieces, there's no doubt. And, and one of the things that they do best is throw the ball down the field and create big plays, explosive pass plays. In fact, 
Duggan's third in the power five, uh, Colin. When you look at passes that that travel at least 20 yards or more, he completes 50% of those. Wow. That's third in the power five. He's got 18 touchdowns uh, of passes that travel 20 or more wow. yards. So if I'm TCU... I'm going out throwing haymakers because I've got to play from the lead, right? You've got to take away the terms of the game from Michigan and their line of scrimmage. So what you're saying and now, now to the kind of the first point of, of your, your question, which was Duggan and maybe his future prospects. I covered him. I also covered Brock Purdy. There's a lot of similarities yes, there. Yes. A lot of similarities. Now, Brock might be a bit of a more refined passer but Duggan is is a more gritty you know do it with his legs style of guy and both of them are very smart they're probably a little undersized for the NFL they're going to be overlooked but they're great competitors and they are the catalyst for teams overachieving at the college level. I yeah. thought Purdy was the catalyst along with uh, their their running back, um, Brees Hall at Iowa State. And then Duggan, obviously, what he's done at TCU has been outstanding. But that, that's they remind me a lot of each other. Yeah. I think Ohio State's going to score some points on Georgia. I don't think they'll beat them, but I think it's going to be, we don't see this much with Georgia, a little bit of a shootout. Teams in the high 20s, low 30s. I do. Your takeaway on Ohio State's offense against this vaunted Georgia defense. Yeah, so the, the thing about Georgia's defense is that if you're a team that that really needs to be balanced or really, really like needs the run game to jumpstart your team, they're just going to totally shut you down, right? Because Jalen Carter is too good. And, and that run defense is too good. Now... If you're a team that has the talent to win one-on-one matchups in the straight drop-back game, then you can move the ball on Georgia. And I think the evidence is clear of that, even in the last two years. In fact, when you look at the last 38 games that Georgia has played, I believe they've only lost three of them. And and, and on only four of those games, they've given up over 400 yards of total offense. Well, they're one and three in those games. Um, the latest to do that, by the way, was LSU. LSU just did something that we haven't seen in the Kirby Smart era. They had 10 pass plays of 20 or more yards, explosive pass plays. So if I'm if I'm looking at like, okay, I'm going to try to create a team that could give Georgia problems. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to win, but give them problems. I would say good NFL-style quarterback, really good intricate passing scheme, and players on the outside that can win. Oh, hello, Marvin Harrison Jr., right? Jamison Williams from last year at Alabama, or Mechie uh, last year from Alabama in that SEC championship game. So for me, this is a matchup that, that at least Ohio State, they've got the pieces to go out there and play with Georgia and make this a game. And I, and I firmly believe what you're talking about I think Ohio State's going to be able to score a little bit yeah the bigger question for me is is how they perform in the red zone offensively because that's where they struggled against Michigan they were one of four scoring touchdowns in the red zone and then and then how do they handle Stetson Bennett because this is the one thing that we don't talk about in this game by the way Colin Stetson Bennett in his last five games against top 15 teams he's 72 percent over 285 yards passing 13 touchdowns and no interceptions They've got great tight ends, Brock Bowers being one of them. Can, can Ohio State stop them? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, especially after what we saw in their last game out against Michigan. So, um, you know, I see that it doesn't bother me, but I totally get why this bothers sort of traditionalists. 
when you see a great player sitting out of a bowl game. Now, I've always said, if I was a running back mm. and it's a second-tier bowl game, Leonard Fournette, Abijan Robinson, like, hey, man, we recruit four a year at this school. I've given you everything I've got. Beating Washington's not the end of the – I'm okay with some guys sitting out bowl games. Does it bother you? No. I, I've – you know, when it first started happening, I think the first – the first one that I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, um, a bit shocked was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Don't you agree that, that was kind of the yeah. first one yeah. of, of the trend? And, you know, but that was, if I'm not mistaken, that was a Sun Bowl, to your point, a running back, maybe, a you know, not one of the premier bowls out there. I've kind of landed on this philosophy. I think it has to do with value. First and foremost, Anybody that makes this decision, I won't begrudge them this decision. They've put themselves in this position and, and done enough to, to feel like they're making a decision for their future. So that's that's first. Secondly, just in terms of like, are they making the right decision or not? I've kind of landed on on the players that really can't help themselves in their draft stock. Yeah, it's probably a good decision not to play. But there are guys that can make themselves a lot of money by putting out a great performance right and you know if you can help your draft stock well why wouldn't you play i know it's a it's a risk reward proposition so first things first i do not begrudge anybody their decision you make your decision and you move on and and that is what it is but if you could still help your draft stock i think that you might be making a poor financial decision at times uh, if you're opting out i only have a minute left I don't know if you noticed, USC was awesome this year. Oklahoma under 500. I just saw it on TV somewhere. Yeah. Is that thing going to work? Because I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to be available. Are you, if you're a Sooner fan, little concerned how clunky it was? Um, yes, and and there's also some reasons for optimism. You know, coming down the stretch, they played a lot of one-score games. You know, they were three and six down the stretch, and and that could have easily been a nine and three season. Um, and they recruited really well. I mean, very well. Getting Peyton Bowens that that safety is a is a big get. So. I'm actually not concerned for Oklahoma moving forward. They're still Oklahoma. I think Brent Venables can get it done. And uh, that was a, a great game, by the yeah, way, it against was. Florida State. So yeah. I'm not concerned about OU. Okay, there you go. You're very positive. I like that during the holidays. A lot of negativity. Our airline industry is crashing, so not <laughs> literally, but maybe, the, maybe they're computer systems. Uh, so we need positive vibes oh here goodness. today. Joel Klatt, as always, my friend. You always look prepared. This guy rolls out of bed ready to talk college football. You look like the voice of college football. There we go. Good seeing you, my man. I appreciate you. Happy New Year, bud. All right. He has got a podcast. Um, Joel Klatt. Joel Klatt show three times a week. New episode drops. Yeah, I watched uh, about half of Oklahoma, Florida State. Florida State finally has a right coach. You know, it's hard to replace the Bobby Bowdens and the Paternos and the Legends. And it looks like Florida State, Norville's got the right coach. They had a lot of explosive plays. Every time I look up, I was at a bar with some buddies. Uh, like, there was a massive play, like a chunk play for like 30, 40 yards for FSU. It kind of looked like, you know, the Danny Cannell FSU era, right? Way back in the day when they were, like, fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, if it just eyeball test, Florida State's got a bunch of good players now. By the way, Michael Penix of Washington? Now, he didn't play well last night. I, I thought he was all right. I mean, there, that guy's got a live arm, man. If he could stay healthy, Colin, oof. Watch out. No, the, yeah. the draft next year, you're going to get Caleb Williams, the Carolina Drake kid. Drake May, who and, looked really good. And Penix. And Caleb and Drake May 
are can't miss. Can I put a sleeper on your on your radar? KJ Jefferson of Arkansas looks a lot like Jalen Hurts. 6'3, 240, can run. You like a buck 40 on the ground in their bowl game, and he can throw it. So, uh, TCU, Michigan tomorrow, Georgia, Ohio State tomorrow. Uh, the Cowboys pick up a win. Greg Cosell right around the corner. Uh, Greg Jennings later this hour. Uh, this is just such a great time of the year. It's going to be a weird weekend professionally. Some guy, we were just talking about this. To the Chargers now, how many starters do they play? Do they play Bosa? Because they could play either Cincinnati or Jacksonville in the playoffs, and you don't want to face Burrow. A lot of interesting stuff. It's the herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.